One of the things you know that um, we talk about a lot is that customers don't necessarily do what they say, right? There's a, there's a gap. I mean, it's a great first insight. We can do customer discovery, and there's enormous value. But what do you what do you do to hedge um, against that gap between what customers say and what they actually do in the real world? Mm -hmm. um, I think that is that's a very uh, uh, valid point. Uh, what we preach in the book is not a first of all is not a one-time action, as in you come up with a price point and then off to the races, right? What we really prescribe is a process to really ingrain pricing and willingness to pay conversations from the sort of R&D stages of an innovation all the way to a post-launch of an innovation, which necessarily means that you're testing and learning as you go, uh, and uh, and course correct for the fact that if people said, yeah, you know, I mean. Uh, said something before, they might not follow through with those actions. So you're correcting for those kind of behaviors. But the point is, if you didn't have early pricing conversations, uh, you'll probably have like you know a few shots to actually get it right. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you don't have a choice whether you'll have a pricing conversation with the customer. The only thing in your control is when you would actually have it. If you have it early uh, and you test around product, market, and price, you'll probably build something that the market needs, what the market values, and of course, uh, what the market is willing to pay for. If you have the pricing conversation after the fact, um, you probably hope for the best because you truly didn't, didn't know if people will pay for what you actually produce, right? So it's a bit of like test and learn and course correcting uh, as you go. So I wouldn't call this like a one-time strategy and an unveiling and then, um, and, and then you kind of keep, uh, uh, keep it the same uh, per se.